Entry 34, redirection. Lead generation, lead acquisition is not a problem for us. Bold statement. I know this to be true because we have a proven model we can dial up and down. Our MDRs are consistently hitting and exceeding targets and our inbound queue is filled to bursting. But this isn't enough. It just, it just buys us time. We've given ourselves time to focus on the problem of generating higher levels of direct declared intent and proving out a model that works here so that we can be more creative with how we are generating this type of true declared intent demand. And we're not tied to lead gen forms and gated content. We had to earn the right to get here. And now we are here. We need to prove out the predictable path to this new world where we can really leave behind the lead gen hamster wheel once and for all. So start by delivering your numbers, then take incremental steps into a new way. Back it with data and start to dial up what works while dialing down the old way. LinkedIn post ends. So I really am a strong believer that the reason we were able to make this switch at Cognizant from lead gen to demand gen is because we earned the right to change direction. So, but what happens after you've made the decision to make the switch, I think is like the hardest thing for a lot of people to understand and, and know what that path actually really looks like in terms of concrete steps. Um, so first of all, I think you've got to understand the task at hand by getting your reporting in shape. So if you haven't got the data to do this, then make sure you're, you get the data and the infrastructure in place in order to do so. And then start by splitting out um, your reporting into three clear funnels. Those direct intent demo requests, so direct declared intent demo requests, those people coming, requesting a demonstration of your product and saying that they want to talk to sales. That's one, that's one of the funnels to look at. And then you want to look at your MQLs or your other leads. So those are like EBIT downloads, webinar leads, event leads, etc. And then finally, you want to have a look at the blended view when those two are put in, in the same bucket and you follow through the, the conversion rates across the funnel in the blended view. And when I did this, this was a big unlock at Cognizant, it became really clear to me to see the difference and inefficiency between that di direct declared intent funnel and the ebook MQL funnel. So to put it into perspective, when I did the maths, I needed 25 demo requests to close win one deal in that direct declared intent funnel versus 500 MQLs and MDR support to close win one of those ebook MQL deals. So when you see this, the path forward actually becomes pretty clear. And I, and I think the biggest question becomes, how can I fill my funnel with more of those demo requests? And if I do, I can cover that close one gap from MQLs quite easily. So this was a big unlock. And I started to think, how much would I pay to have my audience actually engage with and consume my content all the time, friction-free in the places they already are already spending time? And would this consumption in our content ultimately result in a corresponding uplift in the number of people coming to the website and requesting to talk to us because they actually have intent to buy? Because they've actually educated themselves in the way they want to be educated and we haven't tried to force them through some sort of funnel. So at this stage, we had definitely cracked the code on generating MQLs at scale and making that translate into a predictable model. We could get MQLs for around $10 a lead, um, which, you know, based on all of the LinkedIn reporting was like well below benchmark, et cetera. So I figured I could reduce our MQL campaigns down to just our highest performers, meaning those campaigns that could generate the most MQLs at the lowest cost. Then with the rest of the money, I redeployed it into ungating engagement first campaigns that were aimed at educating our prospects in free, in feed, friction free, always on. And with this switch, what I wanted to see was just early indicators of success. So was there an increase in our direct demo requests month over month as we gradually ramped our create demand spend and we reduced down our MQL spend? And this was exactly what happened. We actually saw that 
inbounds increased by 47%. And after three months of this approach, I was able to see the increase in direct inbounds producing the increased revenue needed to bridge that MQL gap. So not only this, we were also closing them faster and at a much better conversion rate and for higher ACVs. So all around super positive picture. And if I was starting over today, I would definitely start out with a demand gen first approach. I wouldn't go back to the lead gen model. And that's because I believe the way people want to buy and engage with B2B brands has changed. And so the MQL playbook is unlikely to be effective for that much longer.